everyone, this is Brooke and you're listening to the Vintage Gardener Podcast, which is where I give you tips and tricks on gardening, particularly if you're like me and you live in Southern New Jersey, which is zone 7A. So today we are going to be doing some troubleshooting and we're going to be discussing why I think a lot of my heirloom chrysanthemums died. That's right, they died. So today I got a couple of emails that just made my day. The first one was from Halden Garden and the second one was from King's Mums because my chrysanthemum shipped and so I'm very excited and of course I'm immediately running through like what I need to do, like making sure what is my supply situation like and you know how much I need to do with my the other plants I have to kind of make room for these. And so naturally my mind turned to how well the chrysanthemums did last year and, you know, not just how well they did in terms of blooming, but also which ones of them actually survived the winter. Now I held off on doing this podcast because with the just back and forth weather that New Jersey typically has, it does throw... It does throw the plants off. And sometimes with the back and forth, it takes um, plants a lot longer to start overcoming like their winter, uh, the winter dormancy. And the chrysanthemums are no exception. Um, some of the chrysanthemums I thought were dead actually, you know, a couple weeks ago started putting out um, green growth. So I realized they were just behind. So... Uh, I know I mentioned in, I think, the last podcast I did on chrysanthemums, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned it probably on a YouTube video, that I had 26 varieties. Now, that's just the varieties. Some of the varieties, I had more than one plant. Uh, But of the varieties that I had, it looks like only nine of them came back. So I was a little bit surprised um, because although... A lot of them I didn't get in the ground as early as June, which is when, like, for example, I got the set from Bluestone Perennials in the ground. Um, I did get them in the ground, you know, a good six weeks before we got a frost. Um, They definitely had time to develop a root system because even though they were small when I put them in, they actually did put on a good, you know, they probably doubled in size once I put them in the ground. So they're not going to double in size if their root system isn't basically getting established. So I was very surprised that about how few of them actually um, came back. So the ones that survived um, is the quarterback mom, uh, the white grandchild, uh, Irish linen, uh, cheerleader, Heather James, Royal Glamour, Sheffield Pink, French Vanilla, and Emperor of China. Now, with the quarterback mom, from what I remember, 
I do, in that section, excuse me, not the quarterback, it was the cheerleader section, the cheerleader has more orange in it. For some strange reason, I thought I did have some yellow ones in there, but the tags have fallen off. So I don't, there may be, maybe one of the ones I'm seeing is one of the yellow ones that I have. So potentially I had 10. But at any rate, you know, it's less than half the varieties I had um, sprouted. So I think the probably the ones that surprised me that didn't come back are the chiffon chrysanthemum and the show-off chrysanthemums. Uh, those are two that I got from uh, um, Bluestone Perennials. Um, those were more, I'm trying to think of, I guess they would be maybe more like decorative, like kind of cushion garden type mums. So those tend to be pretty hardy. You know, the other ones, like for example, Heather James, which is one of the, um, you know, heirloom varieties, the exhibition type. Some, sometimes those plants have been bred to the point that it really does breed the hardiness out of them. So, um, but that one came back um, and actually, uh, Emperor of China. Now with Emperor of China, I had two of them. One came back and the other one didn't, which I'm still trying to figure that one out. But those were the only two fancy uh, exhibition type that came back. Um, so it's just, it's kind of hard for me to know what exactly, you know, went wrong because they, you know, with the chrysanthemums, they were different varieties. And so, you know, like for example, with the chiffon and show off, um, they were the same, I guess, class you would say as the French vanilla and the Royal Glamour, but both Royal Glamour and French vanilla, you know, came back. Um, and they were planted, you know, pretty much all at the same time. So, you know, they were, they, they should have had, you know, equally developed root systems. Um, yeah, so I was surprised by that. Now with the quarterback and cheerleader, those were similar. They were in, planted in similar areas, like um, not too far from one another. And they both, but they both came back. Uh, so it's just... I think the section of the garden that had the best, did the best, was the white section. Because in the white section, I had the white grandchild, Irish linen, and French vanilla. French vanilla came back. Uh, with the white grandchild and Irish linen, I had them planted alternated. And of course, the tags have blown off. But I think I planted six total, and I think five came back. But once again, that, that section did the best. I was, I probably would have chalked it up to the fact that that's the closest to my house, but the way I have the beds arranged, uh, in the purple section, there was a purple chrysanthemum that I planted around the same time. And it's really, in terms of distance from the house, it's equal distance to the white section, but none, it didn't come back. So... I'm not really sure um, what happened. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I'm i going to, I would suppose that it's just one of those things that it's a variety thing. So I'm just going to have to test out 
different varieties to see which one is going to do uh, best where I live. Now, Sheffield Pink, um, I have seen that in gardens near me, uh, particularly Hordeless Farm, which is where I saw it in the first place. And uh, Hordeless Farm is a little bit colder than I am, but I have heard from people that that was very vigorous and that kind of t t could kind of take over in our area. So I was not surprised that, that one came came back. Um, and pretty much that was, I think, the only one that like met my expectations in terms of uh, surviving the winter. Uh, so what am I going to do this coming year? Well, number one, I'm going to definitely make sure I get all the plants in, you know, by June. Uh, the other thing that I'm going to do is in the fall, I'm going to experiment. I'm going to, since, since I ordered like two of each plant, I'm going to dig up one and put it like in a, probably like a fabric bag or something. I basically, you know, store it in on the third floor of my house, uh, because the third floor of my house is unheated, but so basically it's warm enough not to freeze, but cool enough that the plants will be, will be dormant. And, you know, I'll water them every, you know, once a month just to make sure that they don't, you know, dry out too much. And then with the ones that I leave in the ground, what I'm going to do is I think I'm just going to mulch them, you know, pretty heavily with leaves and mulch, and then maybe try using a ro rose cone to keep that area, try to create like a little bit of a mini, um, like a, a mini, a microclimate underneath the cone to keep them from freezing. And then I'll see what, you know, what, what does best. Um, I know they make the recommendation that you could, you, you could dig them up and put them in a minimally heated greenhouse. I don't have one. That's why I'm just going to put them on the third floor. But you know what? We'll see. Um, I'm sure they're, I'm sure once I figure it out and, you know, I start doing it consistently, it'll be fine. But I just gotta, I just gotta be able to figure out, um, something to do because they're, the plants are beautiful, but you know, I can't have half of them dying off, you know, um, every year. So uh, the other thing that I was thought was really interesting is that in 2020, I planted little chrysanthemums I got from like, uh, I think it was like Walmart and they, you know, so the ones that I had planted came back, which is why I decided to try to go for a full hedge. But now when I'm looking at those same chrysanthemums, it looks like the ones, the ones that I planted in fall 2021, a lot of them are coming back, but it seems like the ones that I planted in 2020, uh, it's, it doesn't look like they're coming back. It looks like they died. So I don't know, maybe I'm not going to be able to, um, I don't know, maybe it's one of those things that after two years, maybe after two years, they're tapped. Listen, I just got to figure it out. I'm not really sure uh, what happened this year, but I'm determined to have these grow and, you know, thrive in my garden. So it's just something that I've got to do. So uh, I do have a lot of work ahead of me this year, but you know what? It'll be fun. And eventually, and eventually I'll get it. So if you are growing some specialty uh, chrysanthemums, 
uh, let me know in the comment section um, if you have a workable way to get them to overwinter, you know, reliably. I would definitely like to hear it because I will definitely be willing to try something. But, you know, I know there's probably not a lot of people out there who have the answer to that question because um, heirloom chrysanthemums are not one of those things that everybody does. So this is probably something I'm just going to have to stumble through on my own until I get to, I, until I, you know, basically school myself into a mastery, so to speak. But I'm making all the mistakes so that you don't have to. So anyway, guys, that's it for this episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you join me for the next episode, which uh, maybe will be a week or so. I'm not really sure. Oh, I know what the next episode is going to be on. I'm going to do a review of everything of my seeding year and how um, everything, you know, has been doing with the winter sowing as well as starting things indoors, um, any problems or, or, you know, triumphs I had in terms of seed starting. So that'll be the next episode. Uh, but definitely check my YouTube channel. I will be posting a video. I'm going to be doing my tour of the Longwood Conservatory to show you guys the Himalayan blue poppies. This Good Friday, my intent is to go back to Longwood because the tulips will be blooming and they planted 12,000 of them. So I will definitely be getting that video footage. And I did find out that there is another garden that's part of the America's Garden Capital um, that I pass on the way to Longwood. So I may stop in there just to see how that one's going. And I think that one is just free to the public. It's the, uh, I think it's like the Brandywine Museum or something, another like that. So I'll give you guys more details on that. So um, yeah, hopefully I'll pick up another um, stamp on my passport. So guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, the podcast can be found on Podbean as well as iTunes. And there will be a, I guess, audio visual um, podcast that will be posted on YouTube. So um, thanks for joining me and I will talk to you guys later.